I'm Ashley Aiken. And I'm Chris Cerna. The wedding industry has unintentionally perpetuated a culture of chasing perfection at the cost of your relationships and mental peace. We know this because we've spent a combined 16 years photographing weddings. Together, we dive into the silent struggles of the modern engaged couple, like you. Our goal is to empower you to pop that perfection bubble, embark on the journey of self-awareness, forge your own wedding planning path, and and ultimately ultimately cultivate a healthy and thriving marriage. Dude, this is the first time that we're actually podcasting in the same room. I know. And actually now doing this and not hearing you in my head. Is it kind of weird? the weirdest thing. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So we had like this really weird thing going on to where we're recording in the same room, but then the people that we're going to be talking to today on this interview, Nick and Jen, they're on Zoom. So Ashley and I were sitting right next to each other, but Zoom's also in the mix. And so there's a slight delay or yeah, a slight delay to where she could hear my voice yeah. right next to her, but then also in her headphones. So yeah, you were kind weird. of like frazzled by I that. was very frazzled in the beginning, but yeah. it's, it's it was, I don't know, it was fine, obviously. I got ended up getting over it, but hearing Chris in my ear phones <laughs> like two like double. seconds prior or after what he says in actual real life. That's I had like, to like hello, ignore hello. real life, Chris. How are you doing? How are you doing? It's like <laughs> right afterwards. Yeah, it was weird. But. Yeah. But I mean, we're about to have another interview in a little bit and there's going to be no delay to other people that we really love. But today we're talking to Nick and Jen of Wild Oak Films and you and I have both talked about this a ton, but we love Nick and Jen. They're amazing people. They are. They're very good hearted people. They did my wedding video, which I mentioned and something I didn't mention in the interview, which I want to go ahead and preface now. They did my wedding video and it is my most like cherished possession from my wedding. And I do say that I love my wedding video more than my photos. Yeah. And while I do feel like that's true, I love my photos too. Like they're amazing. It's just the feeling I get from watching my video is nothing like the feeling I get from my photos. I feel like my photos almost like memorialize my wedding yeah. where my video makes me relive it. And Nick and Jen allowed me to have some say in my video totally i like asked permission because i wanted to kind of do it a little differently and they're friends of mine and i felt comfortable to ask them if i could have more of like a home video yeah feel and also i feel like it's nice saying this now because it took a while in the interview for me to say i wanted it to be a home video but (laughs) i did ask them that and they received it well and you guys it's amazing like if you haven't watched not to knock toot my own horn but if you oh, haven't amazing. watched my wedding video, it's so good. It's so good. We should link it in this okay. episode. Okay, we'll let's totally do that. Link we'll it. link. We'll yeah. link it. Nick and Jen. I mean, and I make this statement on there, but they are. I mean, I think they're like. They're the best. They're pretty well known yeah. here in in the states. They they do a lot of. Uh, they do very few weddings actually here in our city, and yeah. they travel for most. So much destinations. Yeah. So many destinations, elopements. I think they just. Nick was actually telling us he's going to be editing a wedding that they filmed in Cabo Cabo, today after they hopped off. And yeah. And so, yeah, they are doing great things. If you're not following them 
um, on social media. If you've never watched any of their films, you should definitely check them out. Um, but we have the privilege of, of not just, you know, loving the work that they do, but actually, you know, having a friendship with them. And mm-hmm. so we wanted to bring them on and talk all things wedding video time and time again. The thing that we hear over and over again from brides when it comes to wedding video is, is it worth it? Yeah, because it does. Co- I mean, costs generally at least the same as hiring a photographer. And I think a lot of people just wonder, is that worth it? Like pay- I'm paying for two people to essentially give me my memories. Like, can't yeah. I just pay for one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, and what I love about this episode is we kind of we kind of touch on it all. We get a little technical. We talk about some technical aspects of it, but we also talk about why wedding videography is worth it, what you get out of it, um, and actually why it might even be more expensive than your wedding photographer, because that is the thing. Sometimes totally. it is the same as a yeah. wedding photographer. Sometimes it's double, depending on who you're hiring. Uh, and we talk about why that is and just how much work actually goes into that whole process. Mm-hmm. And so really our, our goal with this one was to inform couples as to, hey, here's why this costs what it costs. Obviously, it is worth it. But we 100%. get in, we get into this conversation about about regret and like regretting not having a wedding videographer. Mm-hmm. And so I share some stories, um, some personal experiences with that. Nick and Jen share about that. You're on the flip side because you actually did hire a wedding videographer. But we get into this conversation about, hey, how who is the type of person that might regret not hiring a videographer. And so um, I, I really enjoyed this conversation. There's lots and lots of things. There's times, moments in it uh, where we get a little emotional yeah. <laughs> just with some of the things that we're talking about. Yeah, well, you're talk- we're talking, I mean, if you think about photo and video and memorializing your wedding day, you're thinking a lot of times about like, let's say the grandparents yeah. a lot. Like, and you know, these might be the last family photos we have with them. Mm-hmm. And so getting in that mindset, I mean, that's, part of what can make all of us emotional is thinking about your family and your loved ones. Yep. And what a wedding video does for you to be able to like, remember these people for who they were and what they sound. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's, 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 it's good. Like the episode takes some more of like an kind of upbeat in the beginning. And then, you know, like Chris said, we we get get a little technical and then all of a sudden it gets heavy. Yeah. It's sweet. But in the good way. And and I'm glad it gets heavy because I think it helps weigh the, weigh the benefits of like, wow, this life that we have, like it's finite and, and video plays a role that photography and photos just can't. And And coming from photographers. Coming from two people who this is their livelihood. It's like, I'd say all day long, like, yeah, that what they deliver, what videographers deliver, it just touches a whole new level that photos can. For sure. It's the way that it makes you feel. And yeah, I mean, still hire me for your photos, but (laughs) I would definitely, and we also, oh, that reminds me, we help you come up with ways and kind of think about your budget a little bit differently because I think that's the biggest belief people hold is like, it costs so much money and like, do I need both? And I can't afford it. So I'm going to have it be like last on my list of things. And so we kind of talk about a way that you can shift your mindset and actually maybe make it happen if it's something that is really important to you. So yeah, like if you need to shift your budget around. So without further ado, here's Nick and Jen.
everybody, welcome to the show. Today we have Nick and Jen of Wild Oak Films with us. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Really good. Yeah, happy to be here. For sure. Yeah, happy to have you guys. Ashley, this is our first time ever recording in person. I know, and it's tripping me out. I have got to say, my like, I can't look at you because I have to like hear the voice in my headphones. <laughs> yeah, so there's like a, a there's like a delay in our headphones because we're right next to each other and recording through Zoom with Nick and Jen, and so it's just really. I think you might get dizzy. Are you gonna feel dizzy? <laughs> I might. I might. I'm working through it. I think I'm starting to get more and more used to the sensation of having like two Chris's in my head, but yeah, yeah. Welcome to Lara's life. <laughs> it's literally what her life is like. So today we have Nick and Jen on, and I mean, I don't know. I'd probably say they're like some of the most famous wedding vendors that I know. What about you? Oh, I just love them. They're my friends. Oh, oh. No, <laughs> well, stop. You know what? I love Nick too. I haven't, I think I love Jen too. I haven't spent very much time with Jen, but uh, I've got to hang out with Nick a little bit and I've always enjoyed my time. He's right. He's right. They're your, they're your friends too. Yeah, but sure. I would just say like they are probably yes. the most famous yes. wedding video or yeah wedding videographers and wedding vendors. Yeah, for know. sure. You guys like how we're tooting your horn over here. I mean, I I will let you keep talking for all the time. We could like I just know. do forty five minutes of you saying how awesome we are. I will gladly you accept are. it. You Jen, are. Well, <laughs> Jen is cringing. Like her insides are like <laughs> on fire. She's like, stop complimenting me. I'm burning. We just talked about. Uh, me and Jen being nines and she talked about that and so whenever someone compliments you do you feel like you don't know what to do where to look what to say it's just yeah I feel that too yeah I'm like stop talking and I'm like keep going keep 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 going coming and that's the that you're three three, right yep yep yeah. yeah, I also Sweet think that you. why do we even still sing happy birthday? Because no one knows where to look. No one knows what to do. Nick, were you that kid that was like when they're singing happy birthday, you're like orchestrating it with your hands, like keep sure. it coming. Sure, that sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Nick and Jen were my videographers for my wedding. They're genuinely the best. But we wanted to bring them on because we keep getting questions from people about is wedding video worth it? Will I regret not having a wedding video? And they're basically like, it costs more money, of course, like all of your vendors do. The phrase is an arm and a leg is that they would use. Yeah. Chris was scouring Reddit. (laughs) Everybody was like, why does it cost an arm and a leg? So you guys, what inspired you to get into wedding video in the first place? So we, um, the story of how we got going is Jen uh, started photography in 2010 and she would have me second shoot for her. And, um, I, uh, wait, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I would second shoot for her. Like photo. Yeah. Yeah. Photo. What? Was he good, Jen? (laughs) (laughs) He He did. He got the job done. Yeah. Well, and Jen was like the best back in the day. I Jen remember with her the confidence. Being... <laughs> <laughs> I do. I remember we would always like admire the crap out of Jen's detail photos. I couldn't figure out how she did it until years later. But anyways, uh, I digress. So, so, so I would second shoot for her and I, 
I would do it to help her out, but it wasn't something that I absolutely loved. And then um, I got hired on, well, not hired, I got asked to be the video guy at the church camp that, you know, I worked for a church. And, and so I was the video guy. And when I was there, I was like, man, I really like doing this. This is so fun. And then we started watching, you know, different wedding videographer, like training videos and that stuff. And I was like, I could do that. Like, totally. I can do that. <laughs> Brick House was one of those videos. Shout out to no Craig and Mary. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were looking around like there weren't, there weren't, there weren't many, very many people locally. So like That's that, what I was just going to say. That was were there any besides them? Um, there were, there were a couple, there were a couple more, a couple businesses that aren't in, in town, but this was, you know, I shot my first wedding in 2013. And so, okay, gotcha. you know, we're eight years ago. And so there just wasn't. There just wasn't a whole lot. So I think that that factored into doing it. But um, as as we got doing it and and we liked it, we were like, as every business does, you know, like, why, why are we doing this? Like figuring out the reason behind what's going on. And so we were just talking about it. And Jen was like, you know, we didn't have, we have no video from our wedding. Of course, we were married in 2007. And I know back then, like video, wedding video was a totally different animal and kind mm-hmm. of cheesy and ridiculous and that kind of stuff. But still, we would have loved to have had something yeah. from that. And oh, yeah. I'd take like a, just a crappy camcorder at the back that, you know, got our vows. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I, I used to joke and Jen made me quit saying a part of this is our, our sales pitch. <laughs> But I was like, it was like, um, you know, I, I, I know I, I'm keeping my vows and that kind of stuff, but I might not be like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't remember what they are, you know, cause I don't, you know, whatever. And she I could like, see the gentle nudge in like your ribs. Like, Hey, stop saying that. That was not, that one was not a gentle nudge. She was like, that was stupid. Don't, don't say that anymore. <laughs> Remove that right now. Right. But that. It's a big regret that we have is not having a video. And so part of our, um, you know, our as a business, one of our um, cornerstone, you know, sayings that we have is we really want to bless our couples. And and in that, we want them to feel closer together. We want them to fall in love every time that they watch the video together. Like, oh, hey, I actually do like this guy or I like this girl. Yeah, or That's why yeah. I married them or, you know, whatever. And that and just having a video is one of the ways that we're able to do that because they can't relive those things if they don't have it. And so, and it comes back from, we didn't have that. So those those two things kind of go together on why it is that we do this. Yeah. Well, Chris, you didn't have a wedding video either. No, we didn't. And it's really funny you bring that. So you said you shot your first wedding in 2013. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's when Lara and I got married. We got married fall of 2013. Um, And it's wild because that's not that long ago. But also I feel like weddings have progressed so much even since then. Um, Our wedding, like no one even talked to us about a first look. I don't know how popular even that was that long ago. Um, But wedding videography was definitely like, actually, I don't even remember Lara and I talking about that. Like that being a thing like, hey, do we want this? And we, in, in, I mean, you were in 13 and seven in 2007, we got married. Like it did not come up. I mean, yeah. like I don't even think that thought entered my mind. Yeah. I, I think started briefly. my business that year and thinking back to the videos that we did or not videos, but weddings that we did. I don't know if I had, there was a videographer at any of them now that you guys say this. Yeah. Like I wonder when they started and granted we are in the Midwest, like. 
we do kind of lag behind the rest of the country. But yes. e- even then, you know, I I don't know how. Like I'm thinking back to my friends getting married in Houston and other parts of the country. I don't remember seeing video, yeah. you know, of, of any of that stuff. So yeah, it 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 wasn't something that we did. Um, but I will say there was somebody who showed up to our wedding. I don't even know who she is. And to this day, Lara doesn't even, I think she's like a friend of her aunt or something. She showed up and she plopped on a tripod that she manned the whole time with some just little like Sony camcorder. And it is the only video. The audio is terrible because it's just from there, but Mm -hmm. you can still hear a little bit and we value it. Like, Mm-hmm. it's so valuable to us. Even just being able to see the one angle, like not even following us correctly. It was, it was so good though, to just be able to have that, to see that. Um, but yeah, we regret not hiring somewhere, someone to be there to capture every part of the day like they do now. Yeah. Even I imagine that back sound, even if the audio is crap, like, you know, it's still capturing kind of like the ambiance. Oh yeah. You know, the energy. Uh huh. And that still is special. That's something that I love so much in my wedding video that so you, guys you did, did hire so i did i hired yeah. wild oak films or he's this great husband and wife duo no adequate we we don't want to say great because <laughs> jen prefers the phrase adequate. adequate yeah i did and i love i mean i loved it but i talked to them um in deep detail about kind of like what i wanted and i wanted things a little different i was afraid to ask you guys actually this is something i wasn't putting on talking about but i remember having like different requests than the norm and being nervous to talk to you about it because it I didn't know if I was allowed to talk to you about it and if I was allowed to request like a different not like it was a different style but you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and you guys were obviously very open so can we talk about that really quick like how how did that make you feel whenever I approached you with kind of like my own idea of what I wanted can, are people, should they do that? What do, what do you think? Yeah. So um, I actually loved that you did that because I think sometimes I have, we, we get a pretty good feel for um, like our client's personality and also like just the way that their wedding day was. Was it romantic? Was it fun? Was it party? You know? Um, and we kind of instill all of that into their video and into their wedding day. But sometimes I, I, it stresses me out a little bit that like, oh, maybe this isn't the vision that they had in their head for their video. Of course, they have watched all our videos and they they know our style. Um, and so, but I love it when brides give us a vision you know, that's in their head. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like it really, I think it helps us kind of think outside of the box more and push ourselves more. Um, And we want to always make sure that we are um, capturing, you know, what they have in their head. Um, And we're still going to capture it in that wild oak style, you know, and and the coloring and all that stuff is going to be, you know, on brand with our other videos. But yeah, I I love when brides give us like a specific vision. Yeah, I was, I you know, I, I think it's great that, that you did that and you had that vision for it. Um, you know, 
for us, that's not a problem. The problem is whenever people want to micromanage, you know, and like, hey, I want you to use this song and I want you to use these shots. But and we've and we've really never had had that problem or run into that situation. So um, if if someone's I, <laughs> the I don't know in me, just someone listening, like, oh, you know, I can ask them for what? It, yeah, yeah, you can, but you also need to trust your professionals to you know do what they do and not. Like you're not hiring them so that you can tell them what to do. You're hiring them because they're professional and they know what they're doing and using their expertise and stuff. So this is really good. I really like this direction that we're going. How can someone, well, let me ask this. This is going to be two part. Do you feel like that's how most videographers in the industry feel? Like some direct, not like use this song, do this, but like, hey, here's kind of our vision. Do you think that's widely appreciated by a majority of the videographer community? So really for wedding video in the last, you know, few years, I, you know, the emphasis on trying to tell a couple story and um, that sort of stuff has really, really popped up and really um, that's what a lot of filmmakers want to do. More of the, you know, I would say the boutique style, you know, there are companies out there, you know, their volume brand and they're shooting, you know, 200 weddings a year. So their stuff is very cookie cutter and how they produce stuff. So, you know, someone like us, you know, where we're shooting only a handful of weddings each year, you know, trying to make them um, intentional with each couple. And the only way to really make a wedding video really intentional is to know the couple and what makes them tick more. And so I don't, I don't, they might not Again, I think it would be how you approach it. You know, if you're like, well, this is my video and this is what I want. And this, and obviously, yes, that's true. It is yours. But me as a vendor would not receive that very well. For sure. Right. So can you help us by like, how can, how can a couple say this? Like, what is a good thing to say? Like monologue it, Mm -hmm. you know, do that whole thing. Let's improv a little bit. How can someone make this request and what type of words are they using to do this? I mean, if you, if you have a pretty specific vision for your film, um, and for your wedding day, I mean, most, you know, brides that we talk to, they've been thinking about their wedding since they were five, you know? So like they, they have some ideas in their head. I would at least bring, bring it up and say, Hey, here are, here are some things that I have always had as a vision in my head. You know, can we, is that something that you can incorporate? How, how do we go about, you know, that kind of stuff? And for a company like Which ours, that's kind of what I said to you in a way. Yeah. Like, yeah. and maybe that providing some context that when I sent you guys a message, I was like, Hey, like I've been thinking about this. I really want it to feel like a home video because nobody was at my wedding. And so I wanted it to feel like you were like immersed and in it. And so you guys incorporated like some handheld footage, which isn't, wasn't, isn't normal you guys because it was like a request of mine and so you knew I wanted that so like that was the broadness that I gave I was like I want it to feel kind of like an elevated home video which versus like more cinematic yeah and and I think that maybe like bigger bigger picture idea stuff like that is probably better um, rather than very open-ended type of thing yeah Yeah, I will say um, that we did have an inquiry once um, and the bride um, sent us a video and like in the same location they were getting married and everything. And she said, this is what I want. I want it to be exactly like this video. And I will say that is not 
that's not going to be received well just yeah. because right. because then we are we are crossing the line of copying somebody else's work right gotcha um, and you have these strict parameters yes versus being able yeah. to feel the day and, and also the thing is is that um you can try to make it look just like that video but your what your day is probably going to be like completely different than theirs. So, um, yeah, you don't want to try to make it something that is not. I think I think whenever Abigail was on and you guys were talking about, you know, groom reactions and groom crying and that kind of stuff, you know, like that, that that's the kind of thing, you know, um, we're editing a video and they're like, we want it to be super emotional and we want it to be like all the feels and all that kind of stuff. And there was emotion in their wedding day and they had watched a lot of our work and you know there is is sort of that kind of stuff but th it wasn't like over the top emotional like like Ashley years and Justin was was a pretty emotional a pretty emotional day and so we could use that a little bit more now this couple they had some of that but it wasn't like all of it so we're like okay they have this vision of it being like super emotional but that wasn't that it wasn't the whole wedding beat. day. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, like you're so coming back to I think what Abigail was on, you know, she was like, you know, we're, we're seeing all these stuff and that's what the, the couple wants. But like, you know, if you're if your groom doesn't cry regularly, chances are that's OK. It if is he doesn't <laughs> cry. <laughs> that doesn't mean he loves you less. Yes. Right. If 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 he doesn't cry just around the chances of him crying on your wedding day, pretty low. Totally. Right? I, right. So with the day and creating a video, you guys have mentioned multiple times and you're even like talking about it now with the feeling. How as videographers do you create a video that helps to instill that feeling, the romantic feeling or the fun feeling or whatever it is that that day feels like? What tools and things do you do to like make a video feel the same way that it actually felt. Do you know what I mean? And I think this is good for couples to hear because they may they may not know what it's like. Like they may think, oh, it's going to be awkward to be in front of the camera. And so this is maybe even kind of helping set expectations for like, hey, this is kind of what people do in the industry. I, I know people feel like I might be awkward in front of the camera, like you were saying, Chris. There's really no difference between the photo and the video from a camera aspect other than like, Oh, now you have a couple more cameras on you. So like if you're having a photographer and most people are right, it it's just adding a couple more cameras. So like if you're going to feel awkward with a photo camera, like that's like, it, it's not like more awkward because there's video. Like it's going to be the same, like it's the same amount of, of same stuff. level of awkward. It's the same, yeah. <laughs> the same level of awkward. And, and if you work with people that know what they're doing, like, um, we've worked with, um, Ashley and Ashley several times. They do a great job of making everyone just feel comfortable. So that, that, you know, as we get into, you know, charging more in the price or, you know, that kind of thing, people that know what they're doing and, part of our job is to make you feel good, make you feel comfortable on the wedding day so that maybe you don't notice that the camera's on. Like one little thing that we do is we, we mic up our bride, we mic up our groom, but we hide them. So you can't, they're not like on the shirt, but they're hidden in yeah. the collar. 
so that it's like just another layer of, oh, I forgot I was wearing a mic, you know? Yes. So like, so we, we, before we do that, we would put a little lapel mic on the groom, you know, on his like jacket. And I can't tell you how many first looks we would do where the bride would walk up to him. She would hug him. And the first thing she would say was, you're wearing a mic. Like totally taking them out of that moment uh... because, because of that. And the photographers like it because now they don't have to edit it out. Edit or it, edit it yeah. out. But, yeah. but you know, it, it's, it's not, I think it's one of those things that people get this idea in their head. And if they feel like they're awkward on camera, it's a them thing, not an us thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. 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 I will. Um, okay. So talking about differences between photo and video, I will say that I think m- most of, I mean, everyone is more trained to take a photo than be in a video, right? Because, Very true. Because you are trained with photo like sit still smile at the camera say cheese you know from a very young age so um whenever we like to um and put a lot of movement into our video and so we are going we want our couples to always just be themselves and to to move in ways that feel naturally to them so we're not going to tell you exactly how to tilt your head or, you know, like where to put your hands or anything like that. We're just going to tell you to get close and um, to cuddle up and to love on each other. And we will give you specific like prompts to help you move naturally, like just sway together or or things like that. Um, but I think generally people just kind of forget about the camera, you know, if you're just focusing on each other. Yeah, um, I think you're right. They do forget. And I th- also like how whenever you do give that prompt, it's like loose because if you're giving them a loose prompt and you like say hold each other, they're going to go and hold each other naturally how they always the have. Way that yeah. They do, yeah. And yes. so years down the road, rewatching their video, they can look back and be like, that's you, you still hold me like that or. You know, well, it's like, like it's like a short, you, it's like, yeah, you have a, a short and a tall couple, you know, one of them shorter, one of them's taller and you're like, oh crap, how am I going to do this? It's like, well, maybe if I tell them to kiss this way, it's like, no, they've already been kissing that they have a way that they kiss. Like <laughs> this isn't the first time that they're kissing. Just tell yeah. them to, to share a kiss and they're going to do it however they've been doing it for the last five years. Mm-hmm. Nick, you brought up um, basically hiring a team. Like if you hire a team that knows what they're doing, they're professionals, they're going to be able to um, help you feel comfortable because that's in their skill set. You know, they're, they're, you're paying for a better service. When we were asking questions, we were asking brides like, hey, what do you guys want to know about videographers? Um, and, and even looking on Reddit, like Reddit has become our new deep dive into like, what are all of these brides thinking? Because there's a very active subreddit uh, for wedding planning. And so we've been kind of looking in there. When we look at wedding videographer, the number one thing that gets brought up is cost. Everyone, it's like, is it worth it? Uh, And that's almost always the phrase. I don't know if you'd agree, Ashley, but it's always something along the lines of, is it worth it? Let's, I want to talk a little bit about cost because I actually, I can't remember who told me this. I have a wedding videographer friend um, and he was like, hey, how do you feel that like wedding videographers make, you know, more than wedding photographers typically? And I was like, uh, they deserve it. Like 100%. They spend way more time on the back end editing than I do. 
And so we just had a conversation about that. Can you kind of shed some light on what all goes into like wedding videography? Because I think some people think it's just the initial like, oh, I'm just making a video, but they don't realize together the amount of effort that goes into storytelling and all of that. I would agree with all of this. I think I've said that on your podcast, Nick. It's like wedding video is way more like I love my video way more than I love my photos and I love my photos. In, in planning a wedding, people are like, okay, I know I need a venue, I need a photographer, and I need a dress. Like, those are the, like, non-negotiables, right? Yeah. And um, and the interesting thing is about video as, like, a wedding vendor industry, like, it's, we're still really in our infancy, like, as a as a as a service that people are waking up to to hire a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, a lot of people hire it last. Like yes. it still happens all the yes. time. It's the very last thing because they have quote unquote room in the budget. And and I think that that's because we're still so young in it, young in it, and people are still kind of questioning if it's worth it because you know. Uh, you know, since the fifties and even before, you know, I mean, photos have been a part of wedding. And so like, that's the thing that's like, we don't even question this. We're going to have it. Exactly. Exactly. And wedding video didn't really start become prominent until, you know, the, you know, mid nineties. And then whenever the Canon, uh, 5d Mark II came out and you could do video, like that's really what caused the explosion of wedding video was this camera that could look you know, very cinematic, you know, that was affordable and and all that kind of stuff. So I think that that is a big reason why there is this pushback from a large, a large part of the community of people getting married because it's, it's still young and people don't fully understand it. And whenever brides talk to their moms about it, like if their mom was married in 1992, okay, like, what is she thinking about when she hears wedding video? What it was like for her. And she's yeah. like, I didn't have one. Right. Or 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 if she did, it was a completely different animal. It was a three hour long, I just put the camera in the corner and I hit no record. Edits. No yeah. like right, right. So um so it it's it, it's a mind shift. It's it's a totally different thing. Um you asked earlier and maybe this can help kind of tie us about you know the kind of the editing process and in pulling it together and so um if have any of you watched a movie i'm sure you have and <laughs> let's say let's say um you're watching a scary movie and i know weddings aren't scary or whatever but if you if the person's walking through the house and you know the killer is coming to get them how many people have you heard of that say i mute it like I mute the oh, television. I oh, mute yeah. it because yeah. what is the part that is making you feel the anxiety? The music. It's the music, right? Oh my god! Every it's time the, it's and it's not even it's not just the music. Sometimes sometimes they'll just be walking and then there's like this chilling sound. It's not even yeah. mute. It's just like a True. but it's the auditory response, like, right? And it it as as we're editing, that's in a way what we're doing where we're taking an emotion uh, a moment that is is emotional or is heightened but then you layer it with the correct music and then it takes it from a level seven to a level 12 because when you tie all that stuff together so as we're sitting down and editing you know we're looking for for those things how can we emphasize this moment even more 
um, in, in it. I like that you use the word correct music too, because it's not even like you pick any song that sounds pretty. It's the one that matches the tone of the day because that amplifies it versus it just being some random song that's like, like I think in, in photo, we can make slideshows, you know, and that's kind of like a newer thing is do these slideshows to give galleries. But there's this just bland piece of music we can like place on top of it and it doesn't amplify it in the way that you guys like spend intentional time. I watched your stories the other day, like intentional time listening to songs, trying to find the one that's correct. I mean, I've heard I've heard videographers say like that is one of the hardest parts is finding the music. Yes, it is. Um, I. So I've kind of taken over the job of finding the music for all our films. Um, and I I probably listen to music um, that we can license every single day. And I'm creating like playlists of like, oh, this is kind of indie music. This is cinematic. Yeah. This is um, funky, you know. Um, so we have all these different playlists, and when I hear a song, I'll I'll add it to the playlist. But then that whenever we have after we shoot a wedding and we kind of get a really good feel for like what the vibe and the mood of that day was, um, then I it makes it going in and finding the music a little bit easier. Now it doesn't always make it easier. Sometimes I have to intentionally look for the music for that day. And I mean, I can spend a week of listening to music, um, you know, and wow. still be struggling, but it's always, it's always like when you're looking for music, you either find the song like right away or two days later, like there is no in between, wow, you know, it, yeah. Well, and then the other thing with music that just adds another layer of difficulty is that whenever you're using multiple songs in a video, they the keys of that song need to coordinate with each other. So they either need to be in the same key or they need to be keys that are beside each other. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So Shoot me. Just Shoot to like me. make nope. everything flow more. Yeah. We have this. It's it's like It's like a color wheel. You know the primary uh-huh. color, you know, but it has um, the different uh, different keys that songs are in, and so we know that if if it's here, okay, we can pick a song that's to the or a key that's to the right or the left of Whoa. it, but we can't that's pick cool. one that's across from it because if we pick one that's across from it, then it's like it's just too different, you know. So oh my gosh, so there, there's so much that goes into it, you know. Um, we probably for a six minute film, you know, which is kind of our standard, we are. Um, from the beginning where we're like going through the footage and taking out the stuff that's not, that's not usable and finding, you know, culling is what we call it. Or, yeah. um, you know, then finding the, the toasts or the vows or those kind of things to editing and then Jen coloring me adding in sound effects. Like that's another thing that we've started doing. Like, yeah, like that kind of stuff. Um, you know, you know, like, like wind, wind noises or birds chirping or footsteps, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, we're, we're looking for a six minute film. We're spending anywhere from 30 to 40 hours editing whenever you do the culling, the picking music, you know, color correction, all of that kind of stuff. And I would imagine that as people who have 
taken time over the years to get a system, right? Like that's become more efficient over time. You know, like I would imagine that you guys are kind of a well-oiled machine right now with that system and it's, it's there, you know, you take amateurs who are probably spending, you know, they, <laughs> they don't have that well-developed system yet. Maybe you even double that time, you know, and that's not a knock on you guys. I think that's like a, Hey, a well-oiled machine, a professional, they're going to have a system to be able to know this comes first then we do this, then we do that, which is going to, you're going to pay more for that, yeah. but you're probably going to get your video a little bit quicker than the other guy who's spending yeah. and, 100 hours. And, you know, you kind of talk about price, you know, photo compared to video and you're like, yeah, video should cost more. And, um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with you as a video person, you know, uh, but it's, but it, it's, <laughs> but if you, if you're, if you're sitting there, you know, listener, like why? Like, why should it cost more? Well, the back end stuff, it is more intense for us. It's way more intense. Way more intense. That's why I never wanted to be a videographer. Even you can't like watch TV and, while you do it. That right. drives me crazy. Right. You can't listen to music. Yeah, you have to be in it. Um, yeah, in, in equipment, you know, um, for photo, you have your cameras and your lenses and maybe light stands and flashes. But for us, we have all of that stuff. We have light stands. We have lighting that we bring in. We have audio equipment. We have stabilization equipment, you know, uh, a gimbal. Even or just take storage or, alone, like storage alone, you know, with in-camera, out-of-camera, backup system. Like You guys all bring it's exponentially in more. totes, not totes, like yeah. freaking carts, carts yeah. full of crap that like, you bring in. I bring a backpack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like there's this thing, well, well, why does it cost more than photo? Well, uh, like from a practical standpoint, like if I set all of my gear out that I take on a wedding day and Ashley or Chris sent all of their gear out and like we did a side-by-side comparison, you could see, holy cow. You 100% at least double. The amount, just the amount of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. So. It is, it is wild. It's wild. And then you, not only that, I feel like I don't know who I've heard say this, but they say that photographers uh, work a little bit harder on the day of the wedding, uh, and, but then they don't work as hard, like on the back end. Uh, but then videographers, like on the, like from a directing standpoint, like photographers are typically directing and, and they're kind of doing that. And then typically if you have a good photographer, a lot of times videographers won't need to do too much more. Um, but then on the back end, videographers are spending, you know, like you guys said, 40 hours on a video and Ashley, I don't know how long you spend, but it's not, it's not 40 hours. No, I maybe spend 12, 12 to 20, I don't know, 20 max probably. And, and I want to go back to this whole, like not being able to do anything else. I've done some talking head stuff. Uh, nothing with even creating a story because the story's there and it requires all of my attention. 100%. 100%. I can't even have ambient music that's like lo-fi on. It is like, so the brain power that's required of it is just so, so, so high. Well, part of that too, and I want to just touch on it, is I think the audio aspect of miking people up and hearing what they're saying. And a lot of times you guys use what they say as part of the story that you're telling. Talk to me a little bit about why audio is super important because I've also heard some people say like, I don't want to be miked and that always like breaks my heart inside. And I'm sure that happens to you guys, but talk about why audio is so important. I, you said, you said this is kind of morbid and this is also 
Um, but I have started saving like little voicemail. I, I will record when my kids are like telling a story or, or something like that, because, you know, life happens and, you know, I, we, we of course have videos of our kids too, but, um, you know, heaven forbid if that ever happened and we lost one of our kids, like, I want to remember how they sound, you know, when they're this age, I'm getting ready to cry. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> but, and, and that's something else that I've, I just started doing this, but, um, we had a wedding in Cabo and, um, I, you know, I was thinking like, what takes you like right back to that day? It's like with smell, you know, when you, you smell certain things, you're like, man, that takes me straight back to a memory. But sound is also one of those things. And so when we were in Cabo, I recorded like the way the ocean sounded. And then I recorded, um, like there were so many like birds and music and stuff going on at the at the resort that they stayed at. So I recorded that. And then I also recorded just like them having dinner at their, at their reception and like how that sounded and just like sending those things to them and saying, Hey, these are, this is the way the ocean sounded in Cabo. And this is the way the resort sounded. Wow. And, um, just like sending that to them, you know, it's free to do that, but like, it takes you right back to those, those feels and those memories and everything. Talk about blessing your couples. Like even those, those little, little things like that just falls so in line with like who you guys are and what you want to do for your couples. Those little things that truly do evoke emotion right beforehand, Jen, before we started recording, you were talking about legacy. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what we're describing. Oh yeah. All of this, like what kind of legacy are you going to leave for your children? So I'm bald and my kids (laughs) were I know right total it's not it's not random they see our wedding photos and they're like what dad had hair and I'm yeah. bearded now and they're like wait he didn't have a beard so it's just completely I you know they can barely see me in the wedding video that we have now but if they could have seen you know dad's a little slimmer dad had you know hair then and this and that and and all that it's just it's I would love for our kids to have been able to see those things obviously they have wedding photos but you talked about legacy um, mm-hmm. beforehand, so I think that that's something that's totally in line with what we're talking about. Who is the type of person that would value wedding videography? Like we talk a lot, of, we talk a lot about like your why. Like, what is someone's wedding why that you think, like, man, if you value these things, you're a prime candidate for valuing wedding videography. I think people that really value it are um, people that recognize that this is is a day worth celebrating and it's a day you know that they they want to you know revisit um, you know people that oh like you know we, we could get a massive huge booking you know or whatever you know pay us thousands and thousands of dollars but the only reason they're hiring us is because they have this massive budget and they're like well we well your video like like You'll do, you know, like those aren't, those aren't the people. You check that box. Right. Um, you know, people that, uh, you know, value, um, whoa, sorry, pulling out my earphone there. Um, the people that, that value, uh, like, like we made a list a while ago. It was stuff like, uh, 
if you're a person that values um, quality over quantity, like that, that's a thing that that we, you know, we have um, said. If you're a person that values, what was some other, you know, yeah, yeah, storytelling. You know, you you watch your videos and like it it hits a chord with you. It resonates with you. You know, that's you know, you might be one of our couples. Um, well, and also, also stories that change people's lives, right? I mean, you never know when, you know, we might be making a wedding video or, or telling a story that is going to change somebody's life that's watching it. I mean, um, yeah. (laughs) No, I think that's good. I think that's all good. I I feel like from the why perspective too, it's like people that, because people ask like, will I regret it? And I think the people who will regret it are the people who value their family. Mm-hmm. Like from a, just a, from like a very v- basic perspective. And I think that's most people. Most people really value their family. And I think even just the last 10 minutes of us talking, we've been talking so much about like the sound of people's voices and the way people laugh and like those things that get captured. Like you want to remember your people because the reality is all of your people aren't always going to be there, you know? I mean, and at the end of the day, like, I, I think the the thing that we all talk about is, I think that we're kind of skirting around that we haven't touched on this. I'm not trying to get super deep, but life is finite. It is. And and it's so fleeting. Like, our loved ones are here one day, and, and then maybe they're not the next. Or maybe we're here one day, and then maybe we're not we're not here the next day. And the only thing that we have to leave behind is memories, whether those are photos or maybe they're videos or maybe they're iPhone uh, snippets that you've taken or, or the the photos. Like I can't tell you how often Lara and I will go through our phone. I don't know if you guys do this, but it's at least uh, every month and a half we'll be laying in bed and we'll just look back at videos when our kids were little. Like we look at the photos too, but it's the, it's the videos and the little like faces that they're making and, and all of that stuff. Like we will often look back at those and go, Oh my gosh, I can't believe they're getting so, so big. They're so different. Can you remember when Sterling, you know, couldn't even walk and he was just doing So it's just, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like you will regret it. If you're someone who values your family, who values reliving moments, especially if you've centered your day around celebrating with your people. I think you would be someone who would regret it. Yeah. Your wedding video is just like your wedding photos. Like it's not about the photo or the video. It's about, in my opinion, like you have a wedding a lot of time. I think most of the time I'm like trying to cover everybody, but when you have a wedding, you're doing it because you're bringing all these people together and you're not getting the photos or the video necessarily like just for Instagram or social media but you get it to remember all of these things. And yeah, anyways, I think I'm just regurgitating that point, but. Is there anything that you wish couples knew about video that maybe they don't know? Or is there any hidden value that you can think of when it comes to video that couples may not know? 
obviously we want everyone to have a wedding video. Like that's kind of why we're doing this. And even if you don't hire us, like we, we want you to have a, a, you know, a video, but I know that that is not everyone's priority. And so, you know, one thing that, or, in their budget. or, or maybe in their budget. Um, so we want, you know, I know you guys talked about being intentional, you know, intentional planning and that sort of thing. Like we, we think that everyone should figure out these are the three most important things to me for my wedding day. And this is where maybe I'll spend my money or, you know, whatever, but, you know, make that list and know that ahead of time. When it comes to video, it seems to be the afterthought. And, and we were chatting beforehand that both uh, Ashley and Chris have showed up at weddings that there wasn't a wedding video and they're looking around at the details of the reception. They're looking around at, you know, the gifts that the bride gave to her bridesmaids or the flower, you know, like all, like all this stuff. And they're like, they could have had a video person, but it quote unquote wasn't in the budget because they spent it on all this other stuff. You know, um, you know, our, the, the thing that we talk about with photo and video are the only things that you will be able to have to, you know, relive and re-experience your wedding day. You know, what happens to the flowers? What happens to the food? What happens to the cake? You know, like it goes away. And so uh, the thing that is, if, if people are like, man, I, I would really, I really, but it's not in the budget. Um, I would figure out like maybe your like cost per person to have them there. Okay, what fi- figure that out? Um, how much more is it going to cost you if you're doing a dinner? How much more is it going to cost for you to have those forty people that you really that are on there because they're kind of acquaintances or they're family? Yeah. You know, like those forty extra people. How much is that going to cost you in food? How much is that going to cost you in table rentals or table decor or invitation? Invitation. You know, all of that Everything. stuff. And I'm just guessing if you whittled your guest list down by 20 people, 40 people, 50 people, you know, a hundred, if you're having like a really massive wedding, like you're going to be able to make up that money and get a good chunk that you could potentially put towards a, a videographer. If that's something that you, you would be interested in. It's all about where you want to spend your money and what, what values, you know, you have for your wedding. Yeah. I think that goes back to that. Why? Like your wedding, why? probably has nothing to do with the invitations or the centerpieces your wedding why probably has to do with maybe might have to do with celebrating with your family those centerpieces don't so it's kind of like continuously realigning yourself with that and if it's celebrating with your family those 30 co-workers of your parents aren't your family true anyways i like that a lot One other tip that I wanted to share when it comes to saving money is, you know, a lot of people go for Saturdays because they make the most sense. But Mm -hmm. if you start looking at other days, a Sunday, I mean, there's a lot of venues that will give you a discounted rate. Um, I can't speak for every venue, but I feel like it's pretty common to save some money in there. So there might be some more wiggle room for you to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, and even weekdays, and I know a lot of people are concerned like, oh, oh, you know, so-and-so won't be there or whatever if it's on a weekday. But I think the people that really want to be there and are really important will make it, will make it happen and they will be there. So the other people are just coming for food and alcohol. (laughs) Seriously (laughs) though? True. (laughs) 
So is there, if these people are holding this belief that they can't afford wedding video, you know, like we're tackling that, but is there also, I know you guys are on the like high end of what you do for people and how you serve them, but what options do people have if maybe they don't have that budget? Like what can they look for? Let me, let me back up. So People have this belief that their photographer can capture the day perfectly well. They don't need a videographer or they might think videographers get in the way. I mean, I don't know how many times you guys have heard that. I don't know how many times also we've experienced that too. What can people do to avoid those pitfalls? Like what can they look for to look for somebody who is going to be worth it when they're doing that investment, giving them their money? How can they make sure that they're investing right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So if they're like, let's say, I'm going to throw numbers out, but this is Midwest numbers. So keep that in mind. So let's say someone's looking in, in the Midwest and I feel like a pretty uh, competent wedding videographer is probably what, like 2,600 bucks. Like they're going to, you're going to get something that's like, you. it's not going to be terrible. I think if you start looking below that threshold, you're probably rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. So what are some things that people should be aware of when they're looking in mm-hmm. these lower tier prices? I mean, obviously, we ju- we talked about how um, there's kind of like different styles of videos, right? So there's like the music video, and then there's adding audio in and all that stuff. And I think you have to... Uh, decide what's important to you. I mean, if, if you're just getting a, a, a music video, I don't know that that's much different than just having photos. Right. Right. Um, and, right, right. Yeah. and then maybe it's worth just saving the money and having somebody set up a camera or something like that. Or walk around with an iPhone. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Um, so maybe making sure that they're going to capture audio so um, you can have those memories of uh, the speeches and the vows. I mean, I don't even remember what our vows were at our wedding. Gosh, man, neither do I. I who am I so keeping sad. them? <laughs> um, I'm just going to not mess up and assume that I'm keeping my vows. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think another thing is, and this goes for photo too, but I think so often people are, people are uh, really um get emphasize like what's your style and and but i feel like a better question to ask is like how are you going to make me feel on the wedding day like what is it going to be like to work with you you know if you have watched their their videos and you've watched and looked at photos like you have an idea of what their style is and I love if this. You, if you if you like what you see I mean, you're going to like your video and your photos, right? But I think a more important question is like, how are you going to make me feel? Like, what is it going to be like to work with you? Um, and, you know, they should have a good answer to that question. I love that. Um, and then well, there was another thing and it fell out of my brain. <laughs> so I'm going to let Nick take over. I like that term. It <laughs> fell out of my brain. Yeah. Um, I, I would say listen, listen, watch, watch people's work, listen to the audio quality because there is a difference in having a lapel mic on someone versus me just having my camera next to a speaker or something like that. And I think right. people that are just getting into it, they, 
might not like really, really pick up on that. Or they're like, oh, Nick and Jen's videos over here, they're different. And I, I know they're different and they're better, but I can't tell you why. Okay. Like that, that could be, that could be a part of it. Um, I was talking to a girl and she said, yeah, there were several videographers that I was looking at and it was like one video I found I really liked, but then I went down the rabbit hole and I didn't like any of the other ones that they did. And so let, if, the, if, if you stumble upon a situation like that, where there's like one that you really like, but then a whole lot that you like the music, the, you know, whatever your video more likely will be like the ones that you don't like rather than like the, the percentage. One, it's like a percentage rule. One that you, know? you will like. Um, a, I heard this statistic yesterday. Did you know that people are 82, I think it's 82% more likely to um, believe customer reviews on a website? Like we, we are 80%, 85% as likely to purchase a product based on those reviews as we are my best friend telling me that you should get that. Okay. So like customer reviews are almost as equally as powerful as, as word of mouth. Okay. So, so go into Google, go into Facebook, go wherever they are and read reviews. Okay. Another thing that we do, um, during our client meeting and our process is we send them a full gallery. Like this is a couple that got everything. So you can see their highlight video, which looks really nice, but what does the ceremony look like? What do the toasts look like? What are these doc edits that we do? What, what does all of that stuff look like? Uh, that is something that we get that we see a lot more in the, in the photo world. It seems to be where you're like, their Instagram is beautiful. Like the highlight reel, yeah. But what does? But what everything's does the outside. Look like there's no. The there are obviously no flash. Like what? What do those family formals look like? What does that ceremony stuff look like? Like like those kind of things. And so asking those kind of questions, what deliverables do you have, and can I see an example of what that might look like? Just other things to keep in mind as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That Did was one of the. It? Yes. That was one of the things I was going to mention was ascending making sure you're seeing multiple galleries or multiple videos. Um, but another thing is lighting at the reception. Um, make sure your videographer has at least some sort of lighting. Um, because if they don't, they're, you're probably not going to see much at the reception. Right? It's going to be dark. a lot of dark yeah. faces. Yeah. Or you will see it and it will no. not look very good. <laughs> yeah. We got a question from one of our listeners who was wondering if there was a more affordable way that they could have videographers and something in particular I think she asked was like having the raw footage essentially and I know you guys in your like full deliverables kind of give something like that. Is that something that videographers do where they just will deliver kind of like the raw edits? You know what I mean? I think there are some that are out there. I know that booking one like way far in advance, like if someone like contacts me for next May and is like, I just want you to film and I want the raw footage. Okay. May being a prime time to hire us, I'm probably going to turn you down. Because that's not as because much money as you I, can I get will on not that be day. able to make as much money. Um, however, if someone like reaches out to me and says, Hey, um, are you open in three weeks this weekend in June where we have nothing? All I want is raw footage. I might be more inclined to do that Mm. because it's so soon 
Okay. Okay. Um, I, I will. Like I will. But also, we probably wouldn't. But also, we. I mean, right. just just where we right. are in our business, we probably wouldn't do that. Yeah. Right. But, somebody, but someone may. Yes. Someone may. Um, yeah. I will. I will caution people. They're like, oh, I can get the raw footage. One, you need to know what raw footage is. Okay. You will be getting anywhere from, depending on how they shoot, sixty to five hundred gigabytes of footage and it is short three to 10 second clips most of it out of focus where you can hear me talking and breathe like you should know what it is it is not going to be color corrected it is not going to be mostly out of focus no well i i meant i meant like you okay it's not mostly out of focus but but you know what i'm saying like it's it's it <laughs> is going to be some out of footage it's stuff it's raw yeah. right yeah. and it's, it's going to be cute. probably an s log right yes Right. So it's going to be like decent. It's going to look really bland yeah. because it's that's flat. the format that yeah. pros shoot in. And and then I th- you know how many people do you hear of that they get their photos back, they put it on a thumb drive and then they put that thumb drive in their drawer because it's so much work. Right. Mm-hmm. So the people that I have have talked to um it was like, oh, I, maybe I could do something. Like, uh, you know, Alex Snyder, he's shot, you know, a few yeah. weddings that you, like, that's what he did. He ended up going, his friend shot it for him. He's like, I will edit it. And the reason that he didn't hire me, he told me this was like, it was just the price. And so we went this way. And he's like, I'm in the video world. I know how to edit. I'll just edit it myself. He said, it took me three years to edit my wedding video because it was like, this is my wedding. Why, why did I agree to do to do work. this right mm-hmm. like, like on on this thing to save some money so I, I i i think it is great for people to have those memories and if that's all you can do i mean go for it yeah. okay but you just need to be forewarned of what raw footage is and it could be a hard format for your computer to handle it's not going to look as pretty as we will make it look um anyway I does that, that answer that yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's like if you take all of these raw ingredients and you're like, hey, you make that those enchiladas that I love. What what what's the recipe? Can you and then you drop them off to them and it's nothing like what it is when you do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it could be, but probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and something that we have done um, for, well, I think we started doing it like a few years ago, but um, so that people could have all the memories from their wedding because. We think that's really important and we believe in that. We're not like, we don't want to hold people's memories hostage. Um, uh, But we have started making like keepsake edits is what we call them. And it's basically the raw footage, but we've colored it, we've cut it, and we put it to some music, but it's not like it's just going to be in consecutive order of those clips. So you they, put it together in a watchable format. Yes, in a watchable format. Yeah. So I love that. I love that. That's one of my favorite and, and things. You know what? That you you guys say do. that. And that was something that I saw people bringing up on Reddit, mm-hmm. like over and over again. They were like, hey, uh, you know, we had a photographer there for 10 hours and then we only got X amount of footage. Like, I would love to still see these other little moments that they yeah. captured, even if they're not in this, like, you know, you're talking really about videographer, not photographer, right? Yeah, sorry, videographer. No, okay. Yes, yeah. videographer. Um, even though if it's not in this like really compelling story-driven yeah. thing, so that's really amazing that you guys because do that. Yeah. Just like you said, your friend Nick, his favorite 
and most cherished thing now is this prayer that probably wouldn't have made it on a highlight film. And because you guys do these keepsake edits, Mm -hmm. they can still have that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. And so like maybe if you have a lower budget, you could ask for something more like that where you can, you're still watchable. Like if you're just asking for raw footage, you're probably, you might be a little (laughs) frustrated and like, what do I do with this? Yeah. That's such good insight and an option for people. But I do think Nick, you had a point with all of that, that a lot of people may not be inclined to accept that job Mm -hmm. unless it was kind of like more of a last minute thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any final words, guys? You guys have shared so much good insight for people. I really do think this is going to help lots of couples as they're trying to figure out, do we do it? Do we not do it? Um, any, anything you want to share? Again, I, I think it's, it, with anything with this, you're going to spend your money on what is important to you. So when it comes to a video, you just need to decide that it is important to you. Um, you know, no one questions a photographer getting a photographer, but we have heard stories of what happens when that person who valued photography, they hire a bad photographer. Like, gosh, yeah, you know, and, and so everybody has knows that person. Right. And so just, just because you value something doesn't mean it necessarily is going to turn out great. So do, do your homework in, in that, ask those questions. Um, you know, I, a lot of people like what is, well, okay. So, so here's something that, um, and I don't know if you've seen this, but Wedding Wire in the Knot, you know, they come out with, this is the national average of what this service costs. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Which can be helpful to some, but, you know, when they come out and say that the average wedding photographer costs 1900 and the average wedding videographer costs 1600 like in, even mm. in our area, you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't know any photographer that charges $1,900. Like, okay. So, um, I, I would I would say kind of Chris was saying, you know, at least in our area in the Midwest or kind of wherever, I would put in my mind that if you want someone that is maybe not the cream of the crop, the top, but you want something that's really good and really solid and will do a good job for you, you know, around $3,000 for a wedding videographer, too. you know, give or take, you know, that could be down to 25. It could go up to 35, maybe even four. But I'm, I'm just saying around $3,000, Yeah, you have that have that monetary price in your head as a starting point. But no, if you find someone that's quality, it could go up a lot more. Yeah. And I liked the tip you had earlier about you can cut your budget from other places. Let's say you found somebody, your budget in your mind was 3000. Nick said that. And so I'm going to keep that at three, but I found this person I really like for 38. Where can I find $800 in my budget so that I can get the thing that I value so much. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I love that. Well, do you, do you have anything? No, she doesn't. She's good. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us and for being on. We really, really appreciate it. Where can our listeners find you? Yeah. Plug yourself. Yeah. So, um, our Instagram is at wild Oak films. It's really at Wild Oak Films on everything. Instagram, yeah, it is. TikTok. Um, oh, TikTok. Wild Your TikTok Oak Films. is so fun. <laughs> it's our website. So. 
Yeah, Nick, and you have a couple other business ventures. Why don't you go ahead and plug those podcasts that you're on, even though they're not even related to this. They may know someone that <laughs> um, might want to listen to them. So go ahead and plug those too. Oh, sure. So um, I, I co-host a wedding videography podcast called How to Film Weddings. Um, we, you know, our, our idea with that is to raise the wedding video industry and make it better for everyone. And so that's how to film weddings. And then, uh, we're kind of on a season one break, but I also host another podcast called how to make a podcast, um, helping people learn how to become podcasters. Yep. It's good stuff. It's super helpful. Everything that they do is great. So we really appreciate you guys coming on, giving us your time. You guys are parents and, and business people and super busy. So thanks for coming on. Listeners, you know uh, where to connect with us. You can do it on Instagram at The Bridal Breakdown, or you can jump in our private Facebook community on Facebook, which is just The Bridal Breakdown community. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Ashley, you got anything else to add? I don't. All right, y'all. We'll see you later. See ya. See ya. See ya.